Hey, welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Baller Show, where we will be showing you how to lose money fast in real estate investing, faster than a kid in a candy store with a stolen credit card. So if you're tired of making money and profit, you're in the right place. So grab some popcorn, join in for how to lose money fast in real estate investing. You are listening to The Real Estate Baller Show. I'm your host, V. Lee. This is the show where I interview upcomers, doers, and ballers of the real estate investing world. I want to bring you real-life lessons and takeaways so that you can make smarter decisions about investing in real estate and accelerating your real estate businesses. The purpose is to help you to reach your financial freedom in real estate investing faster. So I know I've lost money in real estate deals. How about you, Eddie? Have you ever lost money? Well, I don't exactly track it that close, but yeah. <laughs> Short answer would be yes. Okay. So today we're going to talk about the deals that cause us to lose money. Hopefully that will save you from losing money. So not in any particular order uh, of importance or anything, do you agree? But rather just the list of things that cause us to lose money and, uh, you know, other friends that we know of. Obviously, you're here 20 years later, so I'm glad you didn't lose money on every deal. <laughs> but it's those things anyway, every time we lose money. Oh, it's deflating. It's, it's not only hurts the bank account, it, it helps your, it hurts your, uh, your, you know, your psychological approach to the business the next day. You know, you do all of this work for could be months and months and months. And then at the end, you're upside down on the deal and it's just deflating. Yeah. And thank you for, you know, being uh, my mentor when I started, because following your footsteps helped me to also avoid losing money. I agree with that. Anyway, let's talk about reason number one, why investors lose money. Or you know, why we lost money on these deals. Yeah. You know, one of the ones that's come up time and time again, and I still see young investors fall into this trap. The example is it's a higher end house. It's, it's, it's way above the median price point. It's big. It's weird, weird floor, weird floor plan. It's just weird. And what I have learned is on the upper end, weird don't sell. Strange don't sell. And you may think it's worth X, but it's really worth 70% of X or 80% of X because of the weird factor. The normal. So when you say upper end, we let's just define the, uh, what upper end means. Uh, are we talking about three hundred and up, or or more? I'm gonna say in the Houston market, certainly five hundred and up, but probably four hundred k and up ARV. You start to, you know, qualify as the upper end. You're above the you're above the median price and the average price at that point, and okay. that's what I would classify. It. So. We got high-end homes, value of $400,000 and above, that has weird floor plans or weird something. Weird something. Weird okay. something. Floor plan, design, add-ons, funkiness, you know, got a maybe a contemporary look, traditional look down here in South Texas sells better than a contemporary look most of the time. 
Yeah. So in the outside world, it's good to be weird, but in real estate, especially with high end home, not good to be weird at all. That's right. That's right. I would agree with that. Speaking of weird, I mean, I did have a house that has a Pentagon shape, and I thought I was going to hit a home run with that house. I ended、mm. up losing money on it. Yeah. Yeah. Ready, ready for another one? The next deal where I would I've lost money on is where is way way out, way far out, like. A two hours drive from Houston.、Um, that's where I lost money on. Yeah, you you tend to not manage those as closely, and they tend to maybe get away from you. But you also your contractors don't want to go. Your 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 contractors that you use a lot in Houston, they don't want to drive two hours out there. So you may have to use different contractors, or your contractor is going to charge you more. Or your contractor doesn't put the amount of focus and attention on it, just like you're not putting focus and attention on it because it's so far, and it just spirals out of control on you. I would agree with that. So my standard rule around here is we try to stay within one hour of the office. Try and one hour, that's you know basically that's sixty five miles really. So that's a pretty good. If you can't find enough deals within sixty five mile, you know, circle around you. You know, you might want to look at your lead source a little, a little differently. If you drive a Ferrari, you probably can go 120 miles. This episode is brought to you by Buzz Vacation Rentals, a premier property management company in Houston and Galveston. Give Buzz a call today if you need help in managing your short-term and vacation rental properties at two eight one five four nine eight four three two or visit their website at buzzvacationsrentals.com. Now back to the Real Estate Baller Show. Yeah, I don't have one of those. I, I drive an F one fifty, so I'm sixty five seventy miles. I'm not I'm not high end like you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a Ferrari, by the way.、Um, okay, what's the next reason that you find that you've lost money on? The the one that jumps out at me, and I can almost put this number one. Really, combination well and septic, and you didn't allow for it, and you end up replacing both, or you run into permit issues with them. Which you know causes you delays. Well, and septics can be a problem. They're expensive. Small parcel of land, you know, if you're less than an acre, it can give you some license, some permitting issues. And I'm not saying don't buy them. I'm saying you better make proper allowance for your repairs and include money for a septic, include money for a well, if there's any chance at all. Uh, that you're going to end up replacing those because if you don't allow for them, it's a big ticket item that you're getting ready to come out of your pocket. And the only place it comes out of was the profit bucket. Okay, your your profit bucket sitting there with profit left over, and you did not allow for a septic. Well, you just somewhere between eleven and sixteen thousand dollars most likely just went out of your profit bucket that you don't have anymore. For listeners, if you ever come across a house with well and septic,、mm-hmm. you gotta make sure you check your t, dot your i, and and cross your t with、yeah. you know and budget a a good twenty thousand in my opinion, at least twenty thousand for that that、uh, septic repair. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss another show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I think、no. most. I mean, we've done a lot of septics. We hadn't done many wells. I'm typically in that thirteen to sixteen, seventeen thousand dollar range on the septic. I've gotten bids for a well recently, and we were north of twenty thousand just for the bid on the well for a rural property. 
For so, a new well? For a new well. Wow. I, I thought it's been in the 6,500, 7,000 range or something. It depends on where you are because you got to go to a certain depth to hit the good water. And it's highly variable, highly variable. This was up uh, closer to College Station um, where we got a got a well bid. It was high. Okay. Well, my uh, my other reason is of, of losing money is when when I held the property too long. You know, anything that I held for almost a year, I end up losing money. And guess who make money on those deals? My your lenders. Lender. Your lender. <laughs> your lender. Thank you very much. Yeah, my lenders. <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not one of those who let the property go foreclosure, right? So <laughs> I keep paying the lenders. Jet lending. Yeah. We don't want that to happen either. I'm joking with a smile. I'm a smirk on my face, but we really don't. We want our clients to make money and come do other deals. Of course. So, yeah. um, but that was to my fault that I uh, did not make quick adjustment enough yeah. to get the property moving, yeah. you know. Oh, it happens. An another one that goes along with that is you miss the ARV day one in the wrong direction. If you miss the ARV in the good direction, you made more money, most likely. Okay. You miss the ARV in the wrong direction. You know, you thought you was going to get 300 and you can only get 260 for it at the end of the day. Stings. So that's one I see a lot. You know, I don't, I better knock on wood. I'll do it today. I don't make that mistake too often anymore because I'm seasoned and experienced. I'm very conservative. But I see it every day. You know, they try to try to make a deal work and they just fall in love with it or they don't use the right comps. They're using, I see it a lot, inner city now. They're trying to use the, the 2022, 2021 new build comps for a house that they're going to completely remodel that was built in the 40s or 50s. It don't work that way. So Yeah, I, I say it differently. You got to compare apple to apple and orange to orange. Yeah. To get to the right value of the home. Similar age, similar style, close proximity, comps close. Mm -hmm. and yeah. The other one is, and I'll just call them out, you know, uh, Texas City and a little bit Galveston uh, can be awful hard on your own permits on an old property. Texas City don't want you to remodel that house. They want, they want you to tear it down and build new. So if you've got an old vacant property in Texas City primarily, and it could happen in Galveston as well. We've, we've seen it happen in Galveston. Uh, you better make sure you can get a permit before you go close on that house if it's been vacant a while. I have seen that multiple times with my friends. So bottom line there is if you purchase a property with a lot of defects, whether it's previously flooded, flooded multiple times, or look almost like a teardown, you got to go and check with the city officials to make sure you're allowed to do rehab on those property before you push, you know, go and close. Yeah. You put it so much more politically correct than I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah. Because I know, I know how they operate and I don't like them. <laughs> so that. bottom line and wrapping this up, for new investors who come across any of these things that we have mentioned, the options are one, walk away, mm -hmm. or two, buy them super low. Yeah. You know, I've said this, the, the deals you walk away from do, do not put you out of business. It's the ones you didn't walk away might put you out of business. And it's, you know. Totally agree. We learned there. And I, I, used to, I used to go with the options of offer really low. 
And then lately, I just, I'm more of a walking away because it's your time, your energy that's get invested in that deal. And it's such a bad deal that it just caused a lot of stress and headache in the long run. Well, I'll tell you this, and this truly happened. The last Jet Lending Super Investor meeting last month in January, mm -hmm. I had a client come up to me and thanked me for the deal I denied a year or two ago. They come to realize that would have been a problem had we closed on that house. And I, I denied the loan. I told them, get away from it. Bad deal. Bad, bad deal. You do not want to buy that house for that number. Thanks for joining us today. It's been a real estate blast chatting with Eddie about losing money in real estate investing. And we hope you learned something new about uh, how to avoid losing money in your deals. So if you're craving more, join our Facebook group, RE Ballers, for more real estate talk. And from wherever you are listening to your podcast, make sure to hit that subscribe button on the Real Estate Ballers show so you'll never miss another episode. But wait, there's more. If you got some serious value out of this episode, we would be eternally grateful if you could give us a shining five-star rating, write us a love letter, aka a written review, or even just share this show with a friend who needs some real estate inspiration. Thank you for being a part of the Real Estate Ballers community.